Hello, and welcome to Everyday Connection with your hosts, Rico Shields and Jean Victoria Norlock. Bringing your inner light to your everyday life. Welcome, everybody, to this Thursday edition of Everyday Connection. I'm Rico Shields, and I have here with me Jean Victoria Norlock. How are you, Jean? <laughs> Giggling because I was uh, asleep at the wheel. Sleep at the wheel. Welcome. <laughs> I'm so glad you could make it. Sorry about the feedback there, folks. Yeah, just um, a little that echo. That button that I forgot to press. My bad. That would be me. Yes, I Yeah, it, that. it's okay. But I'm here now. Hello. Hi. How's it going? Uh, uh. Uh. No, actually, it's going pretty good. We had a beautiful day, and uh, but I, I got, I wasn't really behind because I had enough time. I did everything, but I started later than I had planned, and you know, best laid plans of mice and light workers and humans, and you know. Mm. <laughs> But uh, no, doing great. Got a great show for tonight, so looking forward to that. And uh, and things in the movie world just continue to be wild and exciting. Indeed. Well, that is the movie world. I mean, it's not all sugar and spice and everything nice, but there's never really a dull moment, is there? It's never really a dull moment. No. And uh, because, as we mentioned on Tuesday's show, uh, Monday afternoon we got our approval for uh, fiscal sponsorship from the San Francisco Film Society. And we have now received our packet and all of our stuff, and so we're going to work. You'll notice on, our, on Changemakers, the movie.me website, uh, that it now notes that we're fiscally sponsored by San Francisco Film Society. We're really uh, pleased and and uh, thrilled to be working with them and having some folks besides us that think it's a really good idea. <laughs> no, lots of people think uh, it's a good idea. But lots, lots of people think it's a good idea. Um, but these are sort yeah. of disinterested third party. We don't know them, you know, so <laughs> they know we're not going to show up at their house with clubs if they say bad things. And Absolutely, yes. Yeah. Well, actually, we have their address, so I wouldn't put it well, past me. Occupy um, society. Oh wait. No, I will not blow up San Francisco. They're on our side. Oh yes, I remember now. They're on our side. Okay, so we have um, other people on our side, and we should probably mention them real quick. And run then them right quick, because I don't still don't have my type thing made. <laughs> Mommy, I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, again. <laughs> but there's. I fire no you, but you're the up. one in charge, so. <laughs> I'll get it done over the weekend, surely. So we need to give a shout out to um, the Inner Child family, our friends and fam and Inner Child, um, for all they do and all they be. And, uh, well, they, they be and do a lot. So the best thing really is to stop by IamInnerChild.com and find out what it is they have their fingers and toes into this week. Yeah. And, uh, they publish books. They help authors. uh almost more than they publish books. They help authors. They 
have a magazine. They uh, have a social network, a Ning social network that is just a a loving place. Not a lovey-dovey place, but a loving place. They'll tell you, you know, what are you doing (laughs) when you're a little nutty? So you can get back to being a a lot nutty like the rest of us. Oh, That's right. And uh, then our, our dear friend Inez, Inez Martins. Yes, yes, our uh, animal communicator and Akashic reading guru. Oh, wait, I said the G word. Oh, I take it back. I take that back. Uh, <laughs> Get that word <laughs> off my planet. Get that oh. word off my... Um, okay, Akashic reading, um, Just she's she's really good at it. Talented. So check her out. Akashic yeah, she's, she's yes. talented, Akashic reader. So you can check her out at www.inezmartins.com or www.visionarylifeconsultant.com. Um, and she's just a lot of fun to be around too. And we'll be having her back on the show once a month. About once a month. Answer your questions. Close, close around the middle of the month, fifteenth, a little before something. Mm, so I keep know. an eye on the schedule. Yeah. And uh, of course, a shout out to our, our listeners and our supporters. Um, of course, we can do the show without your support. So thank you much, and love to all of you who have. Uh, who've been backing us up. And if you want to know how to get involved with with uh, Everyday Connection, you can stop by the Everyday Connection website at www.everydayconnection.me. And there's actually a menu item that says get involved. And, there, there is. Uh, and there's lots of ways to get involved. Uh, but, uh, uh, you know, we want to thank everybody for their sharing, for their uh, music that they've provided, uh, clicking in and saying, hey, I'd like to be a guest. And of course, our our uh, monetary donors, because we do actually. It's another one of those jobs where you have to pay to do the job. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, crazy crazy as it sounds, there are some expenses that go along with the show. It's, well, it's something that people don't think of. You know, it's like I used to be a real estate agent for a while, and uh, uh, real estate agents, at least here in the U.S. and and all of them in Texas, basically, are independent contractors, and so. You pay the office where you work, whether you make any money that month or not. This is very true. It's very odd. But it is what pay it is. Pay for the privilege to slave at work here. I mean, but, <laughs> it, oh, I don't know how they worked that out, but humans are awesome. They're pretty ingenious. So how are we doing on the patience test, Jane? You think? Uh, I don't know. He wrote really fast, I think, yeah. yeah. That's great. Yeah. We so, won't kick folks, him off the show before we introduce him. Excellent. I hate it when we have to do that. Uh, <laughs> we have here with us tonight, folks, from a uh, uh, great group of people over at Collective Evolution, hardworking, uh, overachieving lightworkers, Mr. Joe Martino. How are you, Joe? I'm doing good. How about you guys? Excellent. Fantastic. Fantastic. So there's not much point in beating around the bush and waiting. Um, who the hell are you, Joe, and what do you do? Well... Basically, um, I can give a bit of a background, I guess, on uh, on what Collective Evolution is, because that's mainly uh, what we're most involved in. But uh, Collective Evolution came about, uh, it started as a website, and uh, it was something that we uh, really wanted to put together as we were going through uh, a lot of changes in our own lives. You start seeing the world in a different light, you start seeing yourself in a different light, you're exploring yourself, and uh, we realized there was something going on on the planet there was a shift happening there was a shift in consciousness actually and uh, we felt hey let's create a resource 
uh, for people. Let's let's share our experiences. Let's share what we've come to know, the clarity we've come to. And uh, that started with the website. And then from there, it, it expanded into documentaries. So we've made two documentaries that are feature length at this point. And uh, those offer, you know, different types of, uh, of I guess, information, uh, all, you know, based on looking at our world, looking at the conscious state of uh, humanity, you know, how we can begin moving forward, all that sort of stuff. And uh, we've gotten to the point now where we're really solution-oriented, where we really want to uh, start creating um, basically like, uh, uh, I guess, a, what you can call a, a process that we can go through. It's a, we actually started a project called the Shift Pro- Project. And what that is, it's like there's four modules, and the idea is it's a plan of action for how we can go from the world now and bridge the gap to a new world, basically. And that's kind of where where we're at with that. It's you know, it's a very exciting time, and uh, we're excited to be doing this stuff. How did you get How did you get doing this stuff, though? I mean, did you just wake up one day and go, "Oh, there's a shift going on"? <laughs> well. You know what I mean? There has to be. There's usually a process to it, and an experience. And we're always curious as to know what it is that popped your eyes open, so to speak, and said, "Hey, over here." <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. And, and you're absolutely right. There is always an experience. And mine was basically, you know, I, I, I'm young. I'm only 25 years old right now. So I started this about three years ago uh, when I was 22. So it was. Basically, I was going through a period um, after high school, I guess, going into college, all that sort of stuff. I had uh, I had a hard time with, with, with having any form of motivation to really uh, go to school, to, to join the workforce, all that sort of stuff. I had spent a lot of time in different office jobs. Um, I worked, you know, for some big companies uh, doing IT, doing, um, you know, various little project management type stuff. I did a whole bunch of stuff while I wasn't in school and... I ended up going to college actually three different times, doing engineering, doing business, doing marketing, and none of it felt right. And every single time I would try and go and do something new or every time I was in the office doing a new job or something, I never felt like there was something that was what you can say missing, I guess. There was there was just somewhere that, you know, I, I wasn't I wasn't getting it and I was not comfortable. And there there came to a point where you can say, you know, I came to kind of a low point in my life. I was struggling a lot emotionally. You know, I was pretty depressed. I had all that stuff going on. And it just so happened that I was actually working in finance. This is one of the last jobs that, that I had before we really got into this. And I was working in finance. And um, we met up with, with uh, some people that really expanded um, our way of seeing things. It kind of just, it unlocked something within you. And, and that it it just started the journey. And I, I believe you guys have spoken to, to Franco, actually. That's when I met him, uh, you know, just one conversation. And, and it, it was like, he just said what I needed to hear. And that was, the rest was just a journey of, of, of self-discovery of, you know, moving forward. And all of a sudden, life began to make sense. My childhood began to make sense. Why I saw the world the way I did began to make sense. And that's what that's what really triggered all of this stuff. That's how it came about was, was just, Finally realizing there it is. There's that thing that I've kind of been looking for that I've felt my whole life but wasn't sure what it was, and now I'm starting to get answers. And the rest has kind of been a journey ever since. Oh, it is a journey once it gets going. Absolutely. But uh, yeah, so Franco, that would be Franco uh, De Nicola. And, yeah. Uh, 
he's going to be back with us again. Uh, we've he's been here. He's coming again. Uh, we always have fun with Franco. That's yeah, Franco's fun. That can be a uh, or is a common thread I've found is people sort of listless and not sure about direction or nothing seems right that they've been able to see and then then you find somebody and it's like huh my people I found hey come here yeah and, if <laughs> sorry to interrupt Rick but I'm just because if I get Franco and I mean. We're already doing what we're doing when I'm meeting Franco, but I'm just curious as to, because he just doesn't seem like the kind of guy that you would meet and he'd go, okay, this is what you need to do. It'd be more like, you're fine, just keep going kind of thing. Absolutely. I mean, the the journey, if, if you want to call uh, you know people teachers and that sort of stuff, I mean, the journey that he kind of kicked us along was, was mainly it was just like, it's like anybody you come into contact with your life um, that just, you know, kind of speaks to you in a certain way, whether it was when you were a child, whether it was, was anywhere, like a, a good teacher, so to speak, is someone who doesn't give you the answers, who doesn't tell you how to do it or what to do or anything of that nature. It's just, you know, it, we'll say the, the one right thing that, that allows you to then go on a journey to discover it yourself. And that's what it's been, is it's been, you know, he's a great resource when you need, like, you know, hey, I'm feeling this, I'm exploring this, this is kind of what's going on, can you shed a little bit of light, and all that sort of stuff. But really, the journey, and, and it's so important, is it has to be done, you know, through yourself. It has to be done by you going and, and you know, searching the, the different aspects of your own mind, the different aspects of your own ego, your identity, all that sort of stuff in your life, and really just say, you know, What's going on here? What, what what am I playing with here? And and how can I, you know, begin to go beyond some of this stuff that just doesn't feel right? And, and you know, that's kind of what he does. He just kind of gives you a little bit, just enough of what you need to just kind of keep going, keep exploring. And maybe not so much gives you the answers, but tell you tells you that it's okay to ask the questions. Absolutely, and it's okay to feel certain ways. It's okay that you're experiencing something. I mean, a lot of times we have these experiences, like you know, I've had for the past few days where. You know, you feel like what you're experiencing. You you know you, you can't experience that. It, it you know it, it's you, you seem like you're unstable or you seem like you're you know you're having a bad experience or something like that. But that's that's the growth part of it. If you're if you're having those those experiences, if you're having those feelings, if you're having those emotions, that means they're within you and it means that there's something triggering them. And you can't be at a state of peace until you've been able to remove all of those triggers. And so. Anything that you're experiencing, yeah, absolutely, it's perfect. It's it's okay to feel and experience. There's nothing wrong with you. It's just here's a perfect opportunity for a button to be pushed to allow me to see what's going on within myself so I can actually journey to finding a clear state of peace and, and a true knowing in who I really am. And are you finding as time speeds up, because it's certainly it's certainly speeding up, but, you know, people could argue that till they're blue in the face, but it, that's how it feels to me. As time speed is up, the dark night of the soul that used to last a couple months and really, you know, I mean, it would be a slow progression down to the bottom and then a slow climb back up. But now it's like within a couple of days. It's like, boom, you're down and <laughs> you're back up and you figured out what it is you're supposed to be looking at. It, am I, I don't think I'm the only one because I know Rick's been experiencing it like that too. And I'm just wondering, Joe, if you're going through the same kind of thing, like, yeah, no, absolutely. There's there's definitely 
things are accelerating and they're accelerating in, in the form of how fast you're down and up and also in the form of how fast new things are coming at you. So it's like, you know, you can, you know, clear one thing or deal with one thing and then you're like, oh, okay, you know what, this feels good. And then like two days later, there's another one. And, you know, it's it's like here we are, we're coming to this time where you can really see, you can really feel that the planet is moving on from a lot of these experiences that we're having. And it's kind of just throwing everything at you that's saying, okay, we're just going to go through the rest of this because we're running at a time, not in the sense of running at a time in a fear sense, but we're just, we're getting close to the end of being able to experience all this stuff. So we're just going to give you the last taste of everything. And you know what, really just experience it, really feel it all, really say, okay, you know what, I've had enough of all this stuff and not in a judgment standpoint, but just, you know, what? we've had enough of this experience. We've, we know it inside out. We know we've grown from it. We have all this stuff. So let's just feel the last little bits and really take it in and then, and then move forward. So everybody's just having kind of an accelerated experiential, you know, I guess pattern right now where things are just coming up and then you're dealing with it and you're moving on and coming up and dealing with it and moving on. And coming up, and uh, yeah, I uh, uh, saw a post from a, a friend of ours uh, that channels a group she calls the Professors, and uh, they have apparently in many meetings lately been talking about energy this month being a squeeze and then a release, a, yeah. a very brief release, and a squeeze, kind of like an accordion. And uh, and once she said that, I. I all of a sudden saw myself like the cartoon character that had been smacked on the head, you know, and you walk away and they're an accordion. I know how they feel now. <clears throat> As it certainly has been a roller coaster, at least over here. Yeah. Over here as well. And I'm just I'm just wondering, um that's that's for you, me and, and all the other ones out there who are doing this work already, right? So mm-hmm. I I I got to wonder, you know, what what does this look like from the eyes of the person who hasn't got a freaking clue what's happening and what's going on? Um I mean, wow. Because well, I don't I don't get to because we do the radio show, we talk with a lot of people who are aware of what's going on. I don't work with a lot of people who aren't aware. Yeah. Of what's going on? Well, you know what you know what I notice because I mean, like you, I, I do talk a lot with with I guess more aware people in that sense, and have a lot more exposure to those types of people. But you you can kind of really see it and almost feel it in the faces of people when you're when you're just kind of walking down the street or when you have that interaction with somebody at the store or even just friends that you know you connect with for a period of time uh you know one evening or whatever that maybe aren't as aware as as the normal people you're talking to but you can just tell by what they say you know how things are going in their life and all that sort of stuff that even there's something within them that doesn't quite feel the same you know what i'm saying it's like you can they don't quite know what it is they're experiencing maybe but they can feel it and they know something's up it's like for the past you know few years you could really feel it and see it in in the air where there's something going on here and it's like whether it was you know showing itself in the systems and structures that we have in our world that are so unstable or whether it's people and, and the emotions and all the stuff that's coming up and how everything just seems to be unclear or just very unstable as as a whole it's all kind of showing itself and and while not everybody understands exactly what it is everybody can see it and feel it and i think that's what that's what kind of 
gets people down this path when they come across some information, whether it's on you know something like your radio show or your website or my website or something like that 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 kind of shows, hey, you know, there, this is kind of a little bit of, of, of the answer. This is how you can bridge the gap between not knowing quite what's going on and, wow, now I understand it because here's here's some more answers as to why. Look at all these other people that are feeling it, you know? Right. There, there's value in that sense of identity and community, too, I think. The validation that people get from, oh, wow, he's may not have any answers, but at least somebody else is freaked out by this whole thing. Okay, I feel better, you know. Uh, yeah. Because it was much slower, gentler gradient for me, but uh, uh, well, I don't I, I don't know that it was now, actually, that I say that, because it was back in the mid to late 80s, and uh, there wasn't much information out there that, at least that I was aware of, and I, it freaked me out pretty good. So with the speed that things are coming at at folks today, it uh, of course I wonder too sometimes if some of this speed that we the acceleration that we feel is in part due to that you know we spend a lot of time with other people that are aware having expansive conversations that are forward looking and um, so we're kind of building momentum ourselves. But it seems like it's I mean you look at the changes and the th- revelations going on in society that you would think doesn't have anything to do with the the uh, shift movement or I don't know because I talk to sometimes I talk to people who are not within that circle of people that you know I regularly converse with having these expansive conversations and and like Joe said yeah to a certain extent they're aware and there is often mention of this weirdness of time that they feel like it's just going so fast and they can't explain it. Yeah. And at the same time too, to touch on, on what you were saying earlier, it's like each soul is kind of on, on their own journey of, of how fast or how slow it goes. And, you know, however, however much uh, role the mind plays in all of it can accelerate or I guess decelerate if you want to, might not really decelerate, but stay in, in a less accelerated state. Um, however much, yeah, the mind is playing into it, it can speed up or slow it down. And it just seems like, you know, there are certain people who are having a bit more of an accelerated experience simply because, you know, let 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 more people go through some of this stuff and get a little bit clearer on this stuff so that when things really start to heat up, there's going to be some facilitators. There's going to be some people who are able to assist and share with others because, Really sharing our own experiences with one another and, and assisting each other through it is that's like the best way really to go through it because it's a lot, you know, you can relate directly with other people's experiences and you can relate with what they have to say and all that sort of stuff versus just maybe having to scour through the internet, which can be okay, but it's also really powerful to connect directly with people who have, you know, been through things. So it's all perfect when you look at it from a, a, a bird's eye view, so to speak. Oh, yeah, absolutely, because, I mean, when you're talking to somebody who's not putting on airs and not pretending to be in this perfect space of peace all the time, but who obviously has made it through their dark night of the soul, so to speak. um, Which one? It's it's comforting, (laughs) you know, which, well, it's comforting because you know (laughs) that it's okay to go through it. Yes. And it's okay to... You know, I it, hate to it, say it, but it's okay to suffer from it. <laughs> well, and that it, that that you can go through it. 
that there's a there's another yeah. side that the other side is there, so to speak. Um, yeah, and that showing weakness isn't a crime, darn it. You know, it's just an experience, and um, I think people yeah. find real comfort in that. In knowing that it's, it's not, you know, well, how how the last week been for you? Oh, it's been expensive and filled with light and love and bunnies and rainbows. And, oh, shoot Bullshit. me now. Shoot me now. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, that, that it doesn't mean, I mean, we kind of harped on this a little a year ago, particularly on Coffee with Source, I think, but uh, that it doesn't, it, it doesn't mean that you don't ever feel frustrated, lost, uh, out of focus, Confused, angry, connected. you know, uh, yes, increasing amounts of uh, happiness up through joy and bliss, but still, you know, it's okay if you feel funky one morning and you don't know why, it's okay, you know. Yeah, I think far too often people beat themselves up, myself included, for those those low points. You know, and then thankfully there's so many people out there to remind me that it's okay to have them. But it's it's not okay to beat yourself up. You know, you shouldn't. You really shouldn't. If you wake up feeling ick, then that's where you're supposed to be right at the moment. And that needs to be okay, too. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um just so that I've got to mention this now, my computer is frozen up, so I have no access to the chat room. Okay. So Again. if there's anybody in the chat room, no access to um, no access to the Skype chat or anything. I can't type anything. Essentially, all I can do is talk. So, um, Rick, you're going to have to. <laughs> ah, well, that happens sometimes. We uh, uh, we still need a laptop for her, but it's in our going to be in our first uh, round of financing with the film because. We need a laptop for her, really. She's a wonderful machine that's been to the Philippines three times and is still working. So She's written three and a half novels. And it she doesn't when she locks up, she still lets you finish the show on talking. Usually right. almost always. So it's very cool. Um and uh and of course then people ask, you know, and oh yeah, it's a Pentium dual processor and uh, you know, which is yeah, outclassed these days, but it's not that old. You just did a lot in oh. a hurry. Yeah. Anyway, we, we're uh, people are wow. Yeah, I was thinking. Um, I was thinking it's got to be getting close to that time for music. Um, yes. And so we could play a song, and then when we come back, we can open up the lines open or the chat room for questions. And, and I want to hear some more about these. Uh, Documentaries, because yeah, you know, me too. I like uh, I like those. Well, what what in the world make make somebody think? Just sit up one morning and think, oh, I'm gonna make a documentary. <laughs> <laughs> sounds insane. Oh wait, sounds like us. Oh yeah, okay. That's why I want to hear about it. So that's that's gonna be fun. Um. So what do you think, Jean Jordan? Uh. uh or your favorite current uh, favorite current favorite. I don't really have a favorite. I just really I like the way that that song makes me feel. Yes. Is all. Okay. So, I'm going to play this song called Earth Prayer uh, from our dear friend Ina B. And uh, 
We'll be back in about five minutes. Stay with us, folks.
forgive us, for we know not what we do. And we thank you for all your help. Again, was our dear friend Eno B at www.enov.com. Uh, she's doing some wonderful things, and particularly with that song, she, because they have the Earth Prayer Project. Uh, check them out. So, documentaries. Yes. Sounds sounds like fun to me, but you know we know that I'm kind of gone south in the head uh, what uh how did you get started on the road to the uh, to the documentary films i know i know the collective evolution 2 is up on culture unplugged where people can see it uh and support it um and we'll get some of those links in there for folks but uh, how did y'all get started on the was that just an outgrowth of the website yeah i mean when we had started, you know, collectrevolution.com just at the beginning, we, we had this, like, I guess you can say it was like, I guess a goal of like, you know what, we, we, we've, we've always just wanted to just make a documentary, you know, like whether it was, you know, just something that was going to be about, you know, whatever type of topic, we just all kind of just wanted to make a documentary. And once we got really into this stuff and, and things were starting to expand with the website, it was like, yeah, you know what, this this would be a good thing to make a documentary about. And at the time, it was, you know, let's make a documentary. Uh, and this is how The Collective Evolution, the first one, came about. Let's make a documentary that was going to do what some other documentaries did in the sense where it was going to look at, you know, some of the structures of our world, like, media and education and finance, religion and all that sort of stuff. And But let's bring in a neutral understanding. Let's bring in a conscious side of things so that we can look at these experiences and see them for experiences and not be angry at them, not feel like we need to fight them, but instead just start to change our consciousness around it and start to opt out of the system and just move beyond it. And so it was kind of like, you know, here we are, we're on a journey of, Let's figure out what we want to put into this thing. Let's, you know, take the steps to to see how it can come together. And it's like one of those things where you feel like it's it's this big, huge project. And don't get me wrong, it is. But it, it just seems to just come together pretty quickly when you actually start getting down to it. I mean, 
we did things on a, on a small, much smaller budget than I guess a, a normal documentary would. Like we didn't really have a whole lot of funding, but you can you can get it done, and you can get something done that has a great message to it. And that's just that's just kind of how that one started. It was just a journey of wanting to create it and wanting to have that type of message added to that type of material. And it was something we didn't know what to expect in terms of uh, a response. Like we knew that you know, people would watch it and, and it would get some sort of response. We didn't know how big it was going to get or anything of that nature. And, you know, we feel it did okay. Um, I think we're getting close to 100,000 views now on YouTube. So, I mean, it did okay and it, and it sparked. It did very well. Yeah, and it sparked uh, the idea to want to do another one. Um, you know, it, we, we, did, we wanted to do the second one. It was like, I remember we were getting finished with the first one and it was like, wow, that was, you know, that was like six, seven, eight months of hard work, you know, getting things done. You know, there's certain parts of the project that just seem to lag on. And it just takes long. But, I mean, that's part of the journey, right? And just as we were getting done, I remember I, I wake up uh, one morning or I, was I going to bed or I was about to wake up? All I know is I was in bed. And um, I just, I get this idea for for the second one. And it, it was like, it was clear as day what what just, what it, what needed to happen. And it was I just couldn't ignore it. It was like, okay, I got to write this down. I got to share this with the team. We got to start, you know, figuring it out. And it was like, here we are. We we don't even take a break. We just go right into another one. And uh, you know, it's it it was a journey, and it was it was one that we had a lot more experience now. It was something, you know, we we had a little bit more funding because people really enjoyed the first one. So some people were stepping forward, which was awesome. So we had you know some support in that sense, and. You know, the second one was was a much different type of documentary, and and you know it had it had more success um, for I guess a couple of reasons, but it's you know either way it was it was an awesome journey, and I don't know I don't don't know if it was mentioned, but also in between while we were making uh, the second one, um, I took about a I guess about a month and a half two months because I just really felt like. Um, a fluoride documentary needed to be to be put out there. I mean, there was there's so much information about fluoride, and you know, it's on websites, it's on this, that, whatever. But I thought, you know, wouldn't it be nice to just have like a documentary where all the information is just in one place? And so that was an, that was another little thing that just came up, uh, documentary wise. Just these projects that seem to come out of nowhere and says, okay, you know what, just make one, do 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 something on this. You know, you have the resources to do it, so just go ahead and do it. And, we did that one, and, and that one was cool too. It was a it was a fun little project, and here we are. We're now done two plus the short documentary, and we have another short documentary in mind, and we're about to start on a third one. So it's exciting. Do you want to share? Share. What's the third one? What's the new short that you're thinking of? Are we allowed to ask? Well, we're, we're allowed to ask. He's also allowed not to answer. This is true. <laughs> Um, well, these are top secret files, actually, that I'm going to go into. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, in, in terms of the short one, um, we I'll be honest, it's something that we, we want to do. We have a lot of research behind, but timing-wise, it's it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough to actually do it. I, I can give a little bit of a teaser, I guess. I don't know if, if it's going to be something that we're going to be able to put a lot of time into right now, but uh, we wanted to do something on... Uh, or, organic farming versus uh, regular farming, um, conventional farming, and, and kind of showing a lot of the myth busting around organics. Um, there's a lot of misinformation out there. There's a lot of, uh, I guess, 
people who, who are, are supporting the conventional farming for various reasons that uh, are misunderstood. And there's, it's, it's quite interesting, all the research that, that, that we've, we've done here and, and to see what's going on. And it's like, just to put something like this out, it would, it would bust a lot of just little misconceptions that are out there. So that's kind of what we wanted to do with that one is just make a little bit of a, of an organic versus inorganic versus conventional. Also throw in GMOs in there. Just a short, you know, 20 minutes, something you can show people just to give them a little bit of information, all that sort of stuff. Um, so that's, we'll see what happens with that one. Um, and the third uh, documentary um, is actually called The Collective Evolution 3, The Shift. Uh, this one is going to very much coincide with uh, our new project called The Shift Project. And just to, to understand this, The Shift Project is, uh, we call it The Shift Project because the, there's an acronym for the word shift, and it's Sustenance, Harmony, Inner Peace, and Freedom together. And the idea is uh, this project is, is outlaying uh, a plan of action, as I was mentioning earlier, for how we can move you know, bridge from the world we are now into a new world. And it's based on the those words that are that are in the acronym SHIFT, uh, creating a world on sustenance, creating a harmonious world in, in every way, shape, and form, uh, you know, inner peace within everybody. And it's all about having freedom, freedom in, in multiple ways. Um, and we're gonna, we got to do this together. We can't just do this as small groups. It's something that, you know, the planet has to unite here uh, and not, not in the form of like a one-world government or anything of that nature, which can often be... Uh, you know, uh, misinterpreted, but it's just something where people just realize, hey, we're all we're all in this together. We're all sharing this planet. So, yeah, the Clay Evolution Three, the shift is is will coincide with this project, and it'll kind of offer a lot of solutions, a lot of uh, ways we can, you know, begin going about doing this sort of stuff. How we can unite, how we can, you know, what technologies, what stuff is already available to start making changes, and and what routes we can take, all that sort of stuff. So it's it's kind of very solution oriented. So it'll be a nice follow-up to uh, what we've done in the past. That's excellent. We like solution-oriented. I'm curious because I know that um, the Shift Project. You said it has it has modules to it, and I know that you're having that you'll be holding events. Um, you guys have an event coming up. Yes. Yes, in two weeks, I believe. Yes. Yeah, it's actually not this Saturday, but next Saturday. I'm going to be in Toronto for that weekend. Are you really? I am. I spoke to Franco. I just might get to meet you in person. That's awesome. <laughs> that would be cool. I, I'm just curious as to, um, are you going to be including some of the experiences of the people that are attending the functions? Are you going to be able to include those in the film? You know, that was something that uh, we have been meaning to talk about as a group for a little while because, to be honest, the initial idea, one of the initial ideas I had was to include testimonials to include what people even before the the seminar starts to include what people are you know expecting what what do they feel about you know the energy as they're about to go in into the seminar and then also take their experiences afterwards and see you know what they feel about what's going on in the world and what they feel can be done and all that sort of stuff and it's 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 tough to say exactly how um, the film will come about, but there's ideas swirling about you know sharing people's stories and um, you know personally I've always felt it's an it's an important thing to to share stories to share journeys and all that sort of stuff in in documentaries because one to be honest people enjoy watching that kind of stuff and and two it really can assist people and so I think to create something that's a little bit journey oriented uh in this next film would be would be serving to a lot of people so yeah it could very well be there we're 
We're still putting those those details together, though. It takes a while. Yeah. It does. I think people, I, people need to understand that it did, it's a total growth process, documentary making, and it can change in an instant. Absolutely. The the fun kind of movie, the one you write afterwards. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, okay, I had something. It went. <laughs> Sorry. Must have been important. <laughs> had to have been. <laughs> Ah, like the uh, the vibration, even just around you know it being solution oriented. That's that's where we're going with uh, change makers is to to really literally spend no time on the problem. Mm-hmm. It, almost like what problem? What it it because once people really get sort of moving, even just in their mind down the solution pathways, it's almost like you don't have time to talk about the problem. You don't care about the problem. Mm -hmm. You get so involved in the movement forward. Absolutely. And that's, and that's the thing, uh, with the shift project, it's, it's kind of like the first module, all it, all it does is, is is it kind of paints a picture of what's, what's going on a little bit in the world, what people are feeling uh, a little bit of, of inner reflection. And then in the second module, we just, we quickly look at, you know, this is how the world functions, just so that we can see it. It's not even it's not even to see it as a problem, but just to, to see it as this is it. This is what we're playing with. How does it feel? You know, how do, is, is this something you want to keep going with? Is this uh, is this something that we feel is serving to all of us still? Is this something that we want to keep playing with? And it poses all those questions, gets a lot of inner reflection. And then from there forward, the remainder of the project is all just about shifting the consciousness really seeing things for what it is, preparing um, our way of perception towards how we can be living and how we can be seeing things. And it's not just something that we need to change our minds about things, but going back to our natural state, because what we're currently doing is nowhere near our natural state. And people can feel that it's it's so backwards. You know, it's, it's like, it, it not only is it not comfortable, but when you stop and think about it, you're like, this isn't even remotely natural to how I feel I want to operate on this planet. But the problem is, is that we're so caught up in constantly chasing, constantly doing, constantly repeating the same stuff over and over again that we don't even take that time to reflect and to look at things. And it only comes up in conversations every now and then. But the thing is now is is it's, it's time to really start putting those conversations into a bigger audience and at the same time putting those conversations into some action moving forward and, and really start creating a uniting of groups, a uniting of, of people who have ideas, a uniting of, of resources uh, to, to begin doing this stuff. Because you, we're not just going to go and fight the system and just, you know, fight the people at the top and then, you know, once they're gone, you know, do whatever. It's it's simple. You're, you're sitting at the Monopoly board and, and you're, you're playing the game. And you you, know, you don't you're not going to call Parker Brothers or whoever makes the game and, and say hey you know I want to change this rule here and I want to change this rule over here because I don't really like it anymore and the other players agree we want to change those rules you don't do that you just if you don't want to play anymore you get up from the Monopoly board and you go play a different game and that's exactly what we're going to do here is just get up from the game we're playing now don't worry about who's holding it in place not just walk away and and we'll go and we'll create something totally new and who who are they, who are they going to have to play with once we're not playing that game anymore who are they going to have to so-called rule or control 
you know, no one. They, they, what if they had a war and nobody showed up? Exactly. It, it's such an elemental part of this is is helping people understand that the more focus and energy and time you put on fighting the perceived problem, the more the problem seems to expand well, because, oh, my goodness, the universe is like, oh, you like to fight. All right, here. Or fight you this. like conspiracy, try this mystery. or but, it, Because you know, it, it is important, like you said, to have that awareness of, okay, this is what we're dealing with. This is where we are. What do you think? Exactly. But you you have a choice then to either, well, that's not fair. Let's find the ones responsible. <laughs> in a very old energy kind of way, or yeah, that no, I don't like that as much. What do I got options? What's on the buffet table? You know, and and just pick some new options. Well, it's, I mean, yeah, if there's food on the buffet table that you're allergic it's Bucky to, Bucky Fuller, you know, you just don't you don't take it. You take some of the rest of the food, and uh, but yeah, Bucky Fuller. You never change things by fighting the existing reality to change something. Build a new model that makes the existing model obsolete. Absolutely, that's well put. <laughs> and uh, we, we. That sounds more fun to me. It's yeah. <laughs> it just really. A whole bunch it, of bottles. It just. I mean, I used to like fighting battles, but. Well, but it becomes it. After, building is fun. As the awareness expands, it seems to almost become common sense. Of course, we know how common common sense is, but. Um, so many things that made sense 10 years ago just don't even make any sense anymore. They just don't even compute. Absolutely. And um, uh, I think that is probably, if anything, the the people talk about symptoms of awakening. That, that would be one that I would throw in there is stuff that you were sure was absolutely correct 10 years ago or five years ago or three years ago, for crying out loud. Two weeks uh, ago? Yeah. Uh, just doesn't even make sense to yourself anymore, you know. Uh, much less to the somebody preaching it make any sense to you. Uh, whether it be political, philosophical, economical, whatever model, you know, uh, they really are sort of just the energy and wind and going out of their sails when you just. It, and, and it is it can seem a little chaotic in the transition, I suppose. But who'd we lose? Uh oh. Joe? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay. Well, I was just going to... Nikki's computer may have... Uh, Jane's computer may have finally frozen all the way up, but... Oh, yeah. It looks like her, she's spinning there. Lost connection. Ah, well. We'll get her back. Sometimes it just does that. Yeah. Well, what I was going to say is even, too, it's like for the people that, uh, you know, they feel they want to play with the anger, they want to play with the fighting a little bit, it's like how does it even feel to be angry? How does it feel to, whether you're angry at, at, a, at a friend or you're angry at the government, how does it feel? You know, is it something that you enjoy? Is it, is it a state of, of being in consciousness that you enjoy playing in? Is it an emotion you enjoy playing in? And really where has anger, where has fighting, where has that ever led us? When you look at history, even you look at the world the way it is now and, and how the, the government does things, for example, you know, they create a problem and they say, okay, well, to to fix that problem, we got to go fight these people over there. And what what is it ever solved? Like really, it's it's done nothing. So here we are, we're 
responding to what we don't like by doing what the people that we don't want in power do anyway. You know what I'm saying? So it's like in, instead of just play their game against them, which obviously is, is going to lead us nowhere, why not just step out of it and say, this stuff doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good to fight people and to judge people and to hate people and all that sort of stuff. And let's just instead, you know, take the peaceful route, but the true peaceful route, you know, by be feeling, hey, this doesn't resonate with me and I'm going to move on. Yeah, yeah. And, and without a, a real need to... Uh you know, try to grab everybody by the hair or ears and go, hey, don't you see what's going on? You mm-hmm. just kind of gravitate in that direction and you find as along the way other people that are doing similar things and uh, dance maybe for a little while and chat for a little while and then you keep on cruising. But uh, uh, because it's, it's, it's really... It just doesn't almost make sense anymore this, you know, we're going to go find people and and root them out, you know, and yeah. um, uh, because it, it it just doesn't sound interesting. She's Andrew. back. She's giggling. I am yeah. back. Yes, indeed. I apologize for that. My computer is cranky. Um, <laughs> moody sometimes, even. Um, I, I think that I think that for a long time the conspiracy theorists had validity and I think that even today they still have a place in our world as far as kicking a few people awake to get them to pay attention to the things that just don't sit right um, it's just not an energy you want to play in too long because you can get lost in it you know what I mean? But there's still there's still something valid about that info being out there, so oh, that see, people yeah. are aware yeah. of it. Oh yeah, but but I think people are increasingly choosing to sort of just be like, really, like that's necessary? What? Yeah, uh, not so much. And then you just turn and do something else. And and when we the people turns, the government follows. They don't know what else to do. Yeah, I think that's the real difference is that people aren't getting as angry. They're just, like Joe said, turning their backs and walking away. Yeah, because the the information itself, uh, of the, you know, the conspiracy theories, whatever you want to call it, the information itself doesn't have, um, you know, an emotion to it. You know, whether they're doing something a certain way or they're doing something in another way knowing that information is is neutral. It's how we react to it. And so the conspiracy theorists and that whole movement or whatever is oftentimes we associate anger to it because it just so happens that a lot of people playing in that um that that sort of field uh, tend to be angry. But at the same time there's a lot of people who can explore that stuff and research all that stuff and understand it and see it for what it is, which is just information and it's just the truth about what's going on and they don't necessarily react or associate uh, any form of anger or anything uh, like that, is, you know, to it. Because in reality, it's like there are certain people that if they're going to make some changes in their life, they need to see that, hey, this is how this really works. Well, I didn't, I did not know that. And 
you know, they can see that and maybe they won't react with anger, they won't react with, with a judgment, but instead just go, okay, I move on, no problem. And so, yeah, it's it's very important to, to explore that. It's it's really just paying attention and observing how we react to it. Because uh, a, a reaction is, is really, it's just a, you're just, it's usually when the emotions get involved. And that's just the ego getting involved all over again, versus just seeing it from a clear standpoint, to, from your your natural self of who you truly are which doesn't react to it, which doesn't get angry. Right. And and because that's the choice we have, is our reaction. Eh? It, uh, uh, can't necessarily wave a magic wand and make something disappear that you don't like, but you can choose to react to it differently or not to react to it at all. Absolutely. Um. That's that everyday connection choice that we talk about, that everyday choice. Uh, really a minute-by-minute minute choice almost. But it it gets to be easier. It gets to be more like a habit. Absolutely. We can well, be- we groom some good habits by, as opposed to some of the bad, sloppy thinking habits some of us have had. Yeah, I mean, it's like you just mentioned, minute-to-minute choice. It's it's it you know that's we're creatures or what you whatever you want to call it beings of of the moment that's our natural state is to live moment to moment so to live anything otherwise is is obviously going to you know be a little bit effortful be a little bit you know locked up in in certain mind patterns or the ego or this that or whatever and you feel most natural when you're living moment to moment just enjoying whatever's in front of you and saying okay you know what what choice do i want to make from here and not worrying too much about the past or the future or anything of that nature because it's not who we truly are. Absolutely. Well, we're approaching another half hour here. Uh, what do you say we take a our second musical break and then we'll come back and talk about... Uh, it's going to take us a while just to kind of run through the websites because you guys have generated a lot of material, and uh, and it's excellent material. So I want to be sure we get all those links out there and people know how to find you guys and and uh, hear a little bit more about this event that's uh, upcoming so people can uh, – does we have a Torontonian or two that listens? We do. Right, Jane? We do. Wouldn't know why that would from be. Where I'm from and all. Because that's from where I'm from and all. Because that's from where I'm from. And all. <laughs> that's right. It's it's very interesting to me, however, that I didn't actually find this community um, until after I left Toronto. <laughs> and one of our early Canadian guests that wasn't uh, your roommate or your best friend or was uh, somebody from. Montreal that has now moved to Toronto and you moved to Montreal, so we just missed the whole thing all the way around. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting queen kings all around. So what are we singing? What are we listening to? Yeah, that's kind of what I was wondering right there. I don't know. Uh, Play a little Jordan. Jordan Ogren is what I was thinking. Either, I don't know. So many so good. Anyhow, it ain't too hard. Uh, I don't know. I'm kind of thinking when we run. All right. Let's run with that. That, then. Message, that message seems right for what we're doing because, well, 
Everybody listen up, and we'll uh, be back in about four minutes. Stay with us, folks.
welcome back, folks. We folks talking in the chat room about uh, so much talent uh, out there in all genres of music these days in the young uh, ages, and uh, because Jordan's all of what seventeen? Did he turn eighteen? I'm not sure yet. I'm not I don't sure, think so. Actually, I'm not sure if he has he's, yet, but he's he's seventeen when talented. he was on the show. And, super uh, talented young man and uh, exceptionally wise. Um, and I'm not going to say for his age because we've got a lot of wise young people that come on on the show, um, and it's it's exciting. Yeah. 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 I I, I think that for his age, for her age. Uh, just term. doesn't apply that's, anymore. <laughs> that's one of those things like button because we just could drop it from the vocabulary and be better off for it. Absolutely. I, it, it's almost a wonder, and, and they may sit around and go, "Wow, that Rick guy, he's he's pretty awake for somebody his age." <laughs> They're usually hypnotized, them old folks. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I one never of our thought of it that way, but yeah, 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 so that's true. Many things, there's power in paradox. And uh, uh, so many things get that way, you know, is when you realize just what's been going on and just what has been happening, you just don't, you're like, okay, that was not fun. And But you, it's kind of when you're around the edges that you're really angry, <laughs> you know. Once you find out what's really going on, you go, okay. Don't like it, but makes sense. I get it. Okay, never mind, and move along. Like you look great for your age. Yes, well, and you do. Um, so, of course, we talked that the story started with a website, an idea. Well, an idea that became a website. So that would be uh, the Collective Evolution site. Yes. That's it. www.collective-evolution.com. I have, of course, been popping links into the chat room, and they'll be on our archive. Uh, that'll be up after the show tonight, uh, or certainly by first thing in the morning. And our website. Uh, on our website, sorry. <laughs> yes, at, at everydayconnection.me. Um, but for our podcast listeners, that uh, uh, because you can subscribe to us on iTunes and and uh, and people do. They're listening on their phones and their iPods jogging, listening to Everyday Connection. That must be cool. But uh, <laughs> good morning. It's cool to it's cool to think about. You know, it is. Good morning. Yeah. The revel the, the reality that you think you're living in doesn't exist. <laughs> it's, it's 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 really cool to think about. Um, so yeah, and, we love uh, our we love our iPod listeners. We do. Well, we love all our listeners. But anybody who jogs with me in their ear. <laughs> wow, that's. That's something that I may have to be nice. Crazy mofo is all I gotta say. <laughs> and uh, so then you morphed along into the Shift Project, uh, which following the same pattern is just www.shift-project.org. What goes on over there? We talked about it a little bit. Give us give them a little brief rundown what they would find over there. Well, right now what you're going to find is an under-construction website that has a bit of information about what the project is all about. Um, you know, we had some we, – we really wanted to release this, this website uh, a few weeks ago for sure, but we were, we were having some interesting challenges with uh, the development aspect of it. 
which we've seemed to have cleared up now and, and things are on their way and we'll be launching a, a full out site very soon which will feature um, pretty much all of module one and most of module two complete and then module three and four are still in the process of coming together um, but basically what you're going to find there now is uh, an overview of, of what the project is about uh, what each module is about um, there's basically four modules. We've got Paint the Picture, Beyond the System, uh, Change Within, and The Plan. So you can read up a little bit about what's going to be presented in each one of those. And there's also a bit of a trailer video, if you want to call it that, on kind of the main feeling behind the project. And uh, there's, you, know, you can get in contact with us there. You also have uh, uh, a link to, to Franco as well to check out his work, um, which he's also going to be doing uh, a lot of the seminars for this project. So... Yeah, speaking of the seminars, you've got, like I said, you've got an event coming up in two weeks. Can uh, you want to talk a little bit about that and let people know what to expect at the event and how they can get involved with the event? I'm, I'm guessing you still have seats open, or I hope you still have seats open since I just brought it up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we do. Actually, what the event is, is we're basically going to be doing um, one event per module for the Shift Project. We're going to be doing them all out of Toronto right now. Um, if you know, opportunity opens up and we can start touring with it, which we're hoping to do. Then we're going to take it uh, on tour and do probably just you know one one seminar of the whole project. But as of now, what we're doing is uh, on May 26th, um, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. here in Toronto, uh, we're holding uh, painting the picture, which is going to cover module one. And basically, you're going to get an in-depth look of, of changes taking place in the planet. Um, an explanation of how it kind of came about a little bit, um, how you're really going to look at and understand how it can't be sustained. It's not something that, you know, we can keep playing with and all that sort of stuff. And also we're going to understand the role we each have um, in directly assisting to change it. Um, we're going to explore interconnectedness, um, all that sort of stuff, um, the limitless capability that we have. Uh, we're going to go into... Uh, just an overview of the project as a whole, but there's, there's, it'll, it'll kind of like it's hard for me to just say this is what it is. There's going to be a bunch of stuff. It's, it's a full day thing, but um, I, those are some key, I guess, key points which I gave you there. Um, and so yeah, there is still space. Um, our last event did sell out, so we're, we're kind of expecting this one to, I don't know, get close. I don't, I don't, I don't want to put any pressure on anybody to buy tickets or anything. I'm just saying, just so everybody knows. Um, that it did happen last time, so we're we're unsure. Uh, we try and make things as, as accessible to people as possible. I mean, if we didn't have to charge, because if it like if it didn't cost us money, or if we had a lot of money, we wouldn't charge at all. But um, we're only charging twenty five dollars for this full day uh, seminar, which is is a you know it's it's pretty accessible for most people. Um, it's and, actually a really I would and a I'm very an, fair I'm an, energy I'm an exchange. Banqueter, and um, I got to say that's really low given what i know the cost of renting space and and setting up catering and stuff is so yeah it's a hell of a deal really yeah no it's it, it you know works out and and like i said our goal is and the same with with our documentaries we just we try and leave everything like our documentaries we release them all free uh to us you know it's, it's about getting the information out there and it's about getting what we call butts in seats, you know what I'm saying? Just get people right. to be able to see the information, to be able to have an opportunity at it. Um, you know, something like money, we we would hope just wouldn't hold back uh, people to have the opportunity to get this kind of information. So that's uh, that's that one. And then we also have, um, I don't think this has even been announced yet, but <laughs> um, we also have the second module um, coming in June. 
I believe it's going to be June 23rd, uh, so that'll be coming up next month. But for now, we'll just focus on this first one and uh, focus on getting the site up for people. Absolutely, but this is exciting to get in at the everybody can get in at the beginning. It's always fun. You get to watch it grow and evolve and expand. Yeah, it's fun. Absolutely. Well, I like it. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's okay. So is that all the websites now? Uh, the, oh, um, well, now YouTube. Uh, yeah, I was going to say the movies are there. available or YouTube are, are available on YouTube. And uh, on YouTube and on uh, Culture Unplugged, that's where Collective Evolution. It's CE one is on YouTube and CE two is on uh, Culture yeah. Unplugged. Is that right? Yeah, actually, uh, both of them are on uh, YouTube. Okay. Um, and for free, as well as the Florida documentary, can be found uh, at at our um, YouTube channel, which is C Evolution TV. Uh, nice. I mean, there's lots of videos, lots of fun stuff to play with there. There's even some previous uh, seminars that we did with Franco. Um, one event that we did actually at uh, at a university, and then another one which we did earlier this year in January. It's a full seminar. Uh, it's on there as well, so you, people can check that out. And um, in terms of Culture Unplugged, uh, we, we lead people to that link because what it does is it helps us out um, by uh, giving us exposure to a global community. Um, we have people that we can connect with through Culture Unplugged as our stuff becomes more popular. And we've been able to make some cool connections with uh, other people from around the world. And at the same time, uh, because it is a contest, it does open up the possibility of, of winning some what you call, I guess, prize money. And uh, that allows us to fund our future projects. So if you enjoy what you saw in the documentary, you can share the link with others and basically whatever uh, documentary kind of gets most popular, gets the most views and votes and all that sort of stuff, uh, they reward. So that's kind of what we're doing with that one is just trying to share it around and whoever feels inspired to share it and help support us, they can do that. Now, on the on the help support you note, is there a spot anywhere on the website um, for donations, like how can people support your work? Because making documentaries, there's a cost to it, and you know, as as generous as each individual is, you still have to eat, my dears. So, yeah. <laughs> we we encourage our listeners to um, to support support when able. Um, people like you doing this kind of work financially, because we understand that there is, you know. There, there's, there's bills that have to be paid. And we have tremendous credit, <laughs> well, too, for all the support we've gotten, so we try to Absolutely. spread the love. Absolutely, we try to spread that around. And uh, so you have a donate page at your website. Are you all running uh, Kickstarter or Indiegogo or any of that kind of uh, for funding, or maybe uh, at a future point just keep watching the front page of the website? Yeah, we, we, we ran a couple of funding campaigns in the past, um, which, you know, they did okay. Um, we have the regular, as you mentioned, we have the donate page, which people can go to. Um, and, yeah, as you said, a lot of it just goes to allowing us to continue doing this work because it does take a full-time effort to kind of do all this stuff, run the events, run the, um, you know, do the documentaries, all that sort of stuff. And so we, we try and put as much time as we can into it. Uh, and, yeah, as you said, there there are bills and stuff that got to be paid, like gas and, you know, food and, you know, having a place to live, all that sort of stuff. And and so this supports the work and it supports the people to be able to continue to do the work. Um, Absolutely. That's that's on the donate page. And we also have, we decided to do it just to to kind of show how powerful 
each each person just offering something very small, how much it can actually make a, a big change. And what we have is just there's a little banner there uh, on the page. It says one dollar for change campaign. And we launched that when we launched the uh, the Shift Project video. And the idea is just to you know get people to uh, assist just by giving one dollar, something that everybody can do. But by adding that little bit, you know everybody can make a big difference um, in in the whole world. And that just goes directly to support uh, the Shift Project, which we're hoping to make kind of as big as possible. That's excellent, and and uh, folks can sign up for. Uh to get news from you, uh, also at the Collective Evolution site, uh, so you, we can watch the Shift Project go. It's been, I get Shift Project emails, and I think that's what they are. Uh, but we like to watch, to keep us updated when uh, modules are coming out so that we can let folks know. And uh, uh, we look forward to you coming back to tell us how it's going. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and with uh, with the documentaries and stuff coming out, there'll be uh, there'll be a lot on the go, so a lot to talk about. Absolutely. And uh, we'll we'll even tell you about ours some too. We have trouble not talking about our own project when we're going. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna ask you. You said you guys are are into documentaries. Uh, yeah, we're crazy. We're gonna go around the world. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, we. You know, don't no sense in starting small. We're just nope. going to go ahead and go to nope. four continents, three at least. We, you know, we're debating the fourth one. It's we optional. Got four. I think we're covered. we've got four. I think so, but yeah. we we say three in a lot of our promo stuff because uh, we love to uh, over three. Uh, uh, under under promise over deliver. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> or is it something? Um, and uh, that's the one that just got uh, fiscally sponsored uh, through San Francisco Film Society. Uh, Changemakers, the movie dot me is the website. Okay. And um, uh, it's a film about sustainability and options um, that are available right now that people are actually living right now uh, that other people can duplicate easily from whether you're in an apartment to we're going to take a look at a community in Italy that has been living in a different state of being for about the last 30 years. Yeah, yeah, successfully self-sustainable community. And to have a look at what it might look like. Monetary system, their own constitution, their own education system, their own health care. Yeah, their own everything. They're really cool. (laughs) And and not that that is necessarily, you know, we're not trying to present that, that, all the change makers we're interviewing have the one and only answer. It's no, that, no, no. It's that they didn't like the answer that was there, so they went and made for themselves an answer that works better. And uh, fun. so it can be done and, and to encourage the discussion. Because uh, uh, I'm, for one, excited to see some of the ideas that are coming out these days about new ways that we can interact with the planet and with each other that are really cool. They're really innovative and creative, and um, I love the idea that people have forgotten that there was a box. It used to be, think outside the box, and now it's like, what box are you talking about? I don't remember there ever being a box, and that's the kind of people that we're going to be that we're going to be talking to and filming, and um, you know, that's it's fun. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. I was actually just kind of. 
checking it out a little bit as you guys were talking and it seems like a really interesting project actually. It's um it yeah. <laughs> I mean, we think so. It, yeah, well, it's enough I'm, fun that we're going to do it and we don't do it if it ain't fun. Yeah. Absolutely. I think that um you know, I I think that the title says it all, the revolution solution, but really it 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 just came down to wanting to shift our own focus on to what was going on in the world that was that was, you know, inspiring and uplifting. And so we shifted our focus to that and realized that there's there's a wealth of information and thousands of people that are, are doing these things. And so we picked a few and said, let's put it together and turn it into a film and, and hopefully encourage people to understand how fun and sexy eco-sustainable living can be, basically. Yeah. As a scriptwriter, that's my goal, to yeah. make it sexy. To make, that's right. That we're not all going to go live in teepees. Yeah. Although a teepee for the weekend can be fun. <laughs> Depends on who you go with. Absolutely. Absolutely. But, it, yeah, no, there's 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 some fear about eco-sustainable living around the idea of having to give up our comforts, um, our creature comforts and our perks. And a large part of the film is about... Um, Reassuring people that that's just simply not the case. That you can you can have the best of both worlds. You really can. Absolutely. There's that's, a lot of people doing it. That's awesome. We'll be sure to, to help support you guys. Share it out and, and see if we can help get the word out. This is uh, this is really neat. Thanks. Well, thanks. That'd that's be cool. awesome. We'll, we will certainly be doing the same. Uh, that's what we do. Uh, <laughs> well, it is. Um, you know this. This is how a gift economy comes back into existence. Is you at least start somewhere, Absolutely. and uh, and I find you know there's no other filmmakers that we've talked to, and we find that there's things they know that weren't of much use to them, but they're of use to us and stuff we know that can help them. And you know, yeah, connections uh, that we can't use because they're in the wrong country, but they happen to be in the right country to help that particular film that's being made in that country. So it's collaboration, been a, cooperation, co-creation. It, yeah, it's been an eye-opening experience so far on just how far this synchronicity thing can can carry you. Yep, and it serves. It'll it'll come together. Yeah, it's only the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. Well, as usual, we've uh, done our best to cover just a tremendous amount of territory in 90 minutes. We appreciate you coming and hanging out with us. Uh, and we appreciate you, Joe, taking time out of your schedule of creating stuff <clears throat> to uh, spend with us and chat about it for, for a little while. Hope you had fun. Oh, I did. And I thank you guys very much for the opportunity to help uh you know, share share you know what we're doing, and also for introducing me to what you're doing here, which is which is cool, and I'm excited to actually share this with people. So that's awesome. Oh, that's awesome. So you know, we'll uh, we'll hope to have you back sometime to update us as as you go along. But we know you. We know how filmmaking can be. We're, <laughs> we're planning on doing the show from the road, but. We'll see how that goes. We have lots of things that we used to call plans that just never happened. So, <laughs> which I I expect we will through this miracle of the internet. It's a it's an amazing thing. Yeah, so, uh, 
Who we got coming, Jean? We got guests coming? We got more people? We oh, got... sweetie, I can't access the calendar. Oh, that's right. You can't see. I got nothing. I've got no eyes. Got I've got nothing. I, you know. Okay. Well, I, I can tell you what we're doing. All right. What are we uh, doing? Next week, on Tuesday, right after a glorious weekend, we have the Pain Whisperer coming. Oh, yes, we do. And okay. uh, That should be an interesting conversation I think that's gonna be the three an of us. Yeah, because I don't know much except, uh, you know, one video I've seen. But uh, his name is Tom Chi, uh, and uh, he uh, takes people with long-term, continuing chronic pain and gets them on a massage table and more or less snaps his fingers and they're all done. (laughs) I think it's a little more complex than that, but... I've seen the video you haven't seen the video that's uh, he says right on his website i can cure it with the snap of my fingers and um and he apparently does he's uh they have a pilot for a reality television show of him they're he's teaching others he doesn't claim to be special he's teaching lots of other people so that because he says chronic pain is well a pain in the you know what and we should be done with it Ooh, that is so true. You did, though? Yes. So, as a person who's dealt with chronic pain, yes. I'm, I'm looking forward to listening to you talk to him. And then uh, we have Peter Kettenbell yes. on Thursday, and then Veronica Torres is going to be back the following Tuesday. Yes, our little uh, Australian angel. Return, return visit. Return visit. And I just, you know, we have so many things going on now. So many people coming. We're all scheduled up through. We're in the oh. middle of July. We're almost July. in July. Yeah, and and, and uh, multiple countries represented over the next couple months, including yeah. another return visitor from the Philippines, or not a return visitor from the Philippines, but uh, a, another person from the Philippines. From the Philippines. Coming, from the Philippines, and uh, a, a young man Nepal. from India. Yeah. Nepal and coming uh, to talk about youth organizations. And Dana Murkic probably be back from and Australia and so, yeah, yeah, we just thank heavens for Skype. <laughs> You're trying a to, truly trying to, international show and if I was trying to produce this show over the good old fashioned long distance like we used to do things <laughs> talk about being on our knees begging for donations. Wow. Not a chance. Yeah. <laughs> this is so much better. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> All right. Show with international flavor, and um, you don't have to leave the comfort of your own home. And we How try to we try to make it as easy as possible. Absolutely. This whole drastic transition—it just doesn't have to be. We just kind of slide right in. So, everybody have a wonderful weekend. We hope you will join us Tuesday. But until then, stay connected. Join Rick and Jean again next time. Until then, visit their website at Everyday... (laughs) Oh, wow. I don't know if that recording sounded just as horrible to you guys as it did to us, but we do that to Skype, I mean, to blog talk recording things sometimes. Uh, It was going to give you a very uh, official-sounding voice of mine telling you all about our website, everydayconnection.me. It's... You don't even need the www. Just type everydayconnection.me, uh, and uh, 
you can find everything that I was just about to say. <laughs> Night, everybody. Night. So you're ready to ask the biggest question of your life, the only question before that question. How do you find the perfect ring to ask it with? With the incredible selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee, you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted. We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See jared.com slash price match for details. So you're ready to ask the biggest question of your life. The only question before that question. How do you find the perfect ring to ask it with? With the incredible selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee, you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted. We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See jared.com slash price match for details.